I want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to start Click. the pot. What's up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the show. Thank you for finding me wherever you found me. I appreciate it. It is the end of January. It is freezing outside. I hate the cold weather uh, up in here in New York where it it gets cold, it gets warm, it gets all the different temperatures, but there's nothing I hate more than when my face hurts and this makes your face hurt. And it's happening right now. So that's that's what's happening outside. I'm inside. I'm going to go outside in a little bit because that's what it's like when you have kids here. You're grabbing a kid here, you're grabbing a kid there, you're constantly on the run. As you guys know, I have two. I have a 15-year-old teenage daughter, and I have a 12-year-old uh, son who's nonverbal, who loves to take his shoes off in the car, which makes things um, take longer, I guess you could say. It's easy in the summer. You make him just kind of just walk up the driveway, and he does it, and he'll make a little face as he like stomps around. But when it's freezing outside, and he's got his little feet out on a two-minute car ride, this pl- I'm like, Lucas, and I, as soon as I do, I go, Lucas, oh, come on. And he takes his little finger and he does this. It's supposed to be a wagging finger that means no, 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 that I've taught him when he does the wrong thing. Um, what he does is he takes his his thumb and his index finger together, almost like like when you used to play that game where you go snap, or if somebody looks down at like the little little circle, the circle game. So he does that and he, does, he wags that back and forth. So every time he does something bad, I don't even have to tell him he did something bad. Like he knows... That he's already telling me, yeah, this is bad, 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 bad. And I'm like, don't tell me it's bad. Just don't do it constantly. Shoes off. That's how that works. That's how that works for him. Um, but I talked about it this week in the blog. If you guys check it out, highblogomdad.com. I have Monday, Wednesday, I do new blogs where I talk about my kids. I talk about raising them. Um, and sometimes I, I like to kind of show the contrast at, and at the same time, comparison of the two of them, raising the two of them. The contrast of like how I would teach my daughter something. And in my head, having a, a son a few years later who was nonverbal, didn't have the communication skills at that point at all. Like now we're at the point where we communicate and there's ways to do it. And it can be kind of difficult sometimes. We use the communication device. We use hand gestures that I just told you about with the no, 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 things like that. There's certain words he gets. We communicate well given the barriers that were put between us. But at that age, there was almost nothing. It was just looking at him or figuring it out, like just knowing kind of what a kid his age would need. Like, oh, he might he might be hungry right now. Are you hungry? We'll eat. And you would try to put him on a, on a routine for that level. So that's what I did when he was little. But when it came to teaching him concepts, to teaching him um, morals and stories and anecdotes, all the stories that I told my daughter, I couldn't really tell him. I still can't because he doesn't really get stories. He doesn't get telling him about something that happened. It's just not who he is. And that's not how we communicate. And when you first find out that you have a child who you might not be able to communicate with traditionally, and it might even take a while to get there, 
you start to worry about those things. I worried about those things. That's what I wrote about um, on Wednesday, the idea of how do I teach my nonverbal son anything? How do I teach him things about how to be an adult, how to grow up? And I realized a lot of those things are, are repetition, right? So if I want to teach him not to do something bad, I can just repeatedly show him not to do it or show him how to do something like that. Like you want, you want him to go and, and, and throw his, his garbage out in the garbage when he's done eating, you have him do it every time and it becomes second nature and he does it. Things like that. He'll get up, tell him to give you your plate. He gives you his plate at the end of the meal, things like that. Put it in the sink. He knows to do that. And that's just from doing it over and over and over again. But when it comes to big concepts, a lot of those things aren't even going to affect him anyway. He's not really going to have to learn how to drive, um, maybe way, way down the line, but definitely not on my radar for him. Things like that, big concept things, no, but I want him to learn to be a good person. Now, how do you do that? How do you, having told my daughter stories about like, you know, good deeds being rewarded and the things you're supposed to do and moral right and wrong, how do I teach him that? And the, the answer was that you don't. I don't teach him those things in the sense of telling him a story or explaining to him why it's so important to be good for others. I teach him just how to be as a person by having him in some ways mirror my my behavior, my demeanor. I'm kind of chill. Like I've become kind of chill in the last you know, 11 years. Uh, you guys know I had heart surgery. I credit it to that. But I think as I got older, even before then, I was starting to already be a little bit chilling out a little bit more. So I live a, a very kind of calm way about me. I mean, definitely things hit me at a certain point. It's weird when I get like anxiety, I don't feel anxiety, but when things should be giving me anxiety and I'm not, I sometimes get sick, like physically sick. I know that's not good, right? But it's different. I don't really show it in my, my reaction to things anymore. So he sees that. Everything's kind of calm between the two of us. I have him mirror that feeling. That idea of everything is going to be okay because I do promise him things and those things come true or if something can't happen, I'm firm with him. He knows where he stands with me. If Lucas wants pirate booty and I've already given him 10 bags of pirate booty, I'm going to tell him no, no pirate booty. No, no, you had, you had, you had explode. No, like that. We do that kind of back and forth. But I tell him no and he knows the answer. I don't go, I don't go, well, maybe, I, you know what I mean? Like, there's no sense of like, if or not, I'm firm with him when I need to be firm with him because he needs to know what I'm doing next. He needs to know answers to his questions. He needs to know that he's being heard. Maybe another kid, a 12-year-old who is verbal, needs to be appeased, needs to be told, maybe, all right, maybe later we'll have cookie. Lucas isn't like that. Lucas just needs to know that I know what he wants. So I'll tell him no. If he's had 10 bags of pirate booty, he'll get a little upset. But he'll accept it and he'll move on. And he'll know that if he comes to me for something, he knows what he gets. Yes, no. I have him wait sometimes just to wait. If he gets really worked, I go, hey, wait. And we have this whole joke that I did with him when he was little. <laughs> he was getting really worked up. He wanted to do something. Um, get his iPad or run out of the room. I forgot what it was. And one of the things that has kind of built my relationship with my son is that I'm one of the people who I I almost – stoke the flames when he doesn't expect it. Like Lucas is used to having a little bit of a fit and people would always come back, oh, right, 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 when he was younger, especially. So what I started doing one time was he was, he was starting to like writhe around. I was holding him for something. I was like, I'm putting his shoes on. There was something I was doing. He wanted to get away. He was like crying again. I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right, like, go, 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 go. And I, I let him go. And as soon as he started going, I pulled him back, whoa, and I pulled him back and he laughed and he came back, right? 
And I was like, okay, go, are you ready? Go, 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 go. And let him go again. You know, calm back. And I pulled him back. And I did this. And every time I did it, he would laugh. And then he, but he started to get fussy, right? He started, <laughs> he started to not like it. So I was like, all right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. And he finally was like, oh, and I go, all right, hey, okay, all right, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. He like looked at me a little angry face. I'm like, okay. And he gets, you know, he, he understands. I don't know if he understood the words I was saying, but he knew what I was getting across. I do enough Italian hand gestures to get him, and I'm half Italian, like, to know what I'm doing. So I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Relax. Okay, go, go. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to do it. Go. He's like, eh. And he goes to go. I go, oh, come back. And he, it was the funniest laugh that I've, like, had him do. Like, it was fantastic. But that's it. There's, like, he knows that I'm not afraid of him. I'm not, like afraid that he won't understand. I'm not afraid of his meltdowns. I'm not afraid of his temper tantrums. Um, they're going to happen, man. We're going to have, we're all going to have our, our highs and our lows in life. So there's nothing he can really throw at me. At the end of the day, I'm his dad. I'm telling him what to do. We're doing what we're doing. But, but I find that with him. So to teach him how to be the person I want him to be is I have to be the person he wants to be. So I try to teach him um, calm. I try to teach him that in the face of getting worked up because I feel like a lot of the things that would make someone fear being around a boy like mine, people who don't know him, especially as he gets older now, now there becomes a shifting idea of what I have to think about in terms of sending him into the world. It used to be that people wouldn't understand him and now I do worry that some people would fear him because he's a big kid. So if he's going to have a fit, some people aren't going to respond well to that. So I don't want him to have fits. I want to teach him how not to do that, how to be patient, how to be cool, how to be able to interact with other people Maybe not understanding like, oh, I should be nice to this person because I would want them to treat me nice. He might not get that concept. I understand that. I hope so. I think he might, but I don't know 100%. But I want him to at least act in a way that that gets across anyway, where he's still being pleasant to be around and he could fit in when he needs to with people he needs to fit in with. I want him to ingratiate himself to people. I want people to like him because if you know him and how he he really treats other people, you would love him, but... It's easy to be afraid of that. So I, I try to not let him be you know, worked up. I try not to let him think he could push his way around. I just try to teach him to be the best he could be. A few weeks ago, I mean, one of my favorite ones that I wrote about, I always forget about it, where I taught him to hold the door open when we get home for me. And I didn't even realize I was teaching him that. I was just holding the door for him every time. So now he does it for me. His sister doesn't do that, man. I yelled at her yesterday. I'm like, are you kidding me? She's like, I didn't see you. I'm like, I drove you home. <laughs> we got out of the same car. You hold the door. She's like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lucas just holds the door open. And I didn't even try to do that. So stuff like that definitely makes for um, makes for a good feeling. It lets you know that you're doing the right thing and that you're, you're getting the point across. Um, even to a child who might not have the words to truly understand the concept, he knows what to do makes me happy that does it for me guys i am out i will be back monday wednesday brand new blogs next friday a brand new podcast until next time this is james gutman saying be well bye pod i'm dead